Holy moly. I gotta get such a fan. All right. Every time we have you on the show, we have to have a microphone training class. Can you tell me what's most important when we're using the microphones? I foresaw this coming. Uh, be right there on the mic, like I'm looking at, and then also speak clearly with my words. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like a tendency to talk really quietly. I do like to talk quietly. I don't. No, you don't. We're opposites. I'm loud. You know, the best scenarios that we come about are the ones where like, huh, what'd you say? Because I said something to Paige and she's like, she didn't hear me or something. And like, I can't tell half the time is if I'm not speaking loud enough or she's just not paying attention to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably not paying attention, but you do the same thing. You're like, huh? But then like, if I just wait two seconds, then you're like, oh yeah. And then you answer the question and I didn't even have to like re-say what I was going to say. You just were like not registering what I was, that I was talking. That does happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. How are you today? I'm good. Yeah. Post Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Doing great. I slept in this morning, which is nice. Uh, my lovely wife was up way earlier than me doing chores, getting after the day. I got I made to sleep some in. banana bread. It looks phenomenal. I almost thought it looked fake down there. I had two pizzas already. <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> You're also making chili. I'm making chili. I have a chili cook-off tomorrow. And so I'm doing a practice round of a chili. And then I have to make the real thing tonight, overnight. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. I got to bring home the bacon. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our first episode as husband and wife. Whoa. I know. Yeah. You're back. I'm back. You haven't been on the show in a while. The, the people love you, though. I don't know why. You don't know why? Mm-mm. I don't know either, but. <laughs> but they do. So we'll have you, you know, yeah. you're funny. You're um, you got some good insight. You had some good color to the show, I guess. So I guess so. Can you tell the people what we're talking about today? Yeah, we're going to talk about our wedding day. Yeah. Yeah. And the process leading up to it, just all things wedding. Mm-hmm. Should we should we do a quick uh, highlight of a cool product that you've been trying lately? Yeah. Ruby. I was like, what is it? <laughs> no, I don't remember now. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's so good. So good. There's some red wine, non-alcoholic red wine that has so much flavor to it. It tastes just like a wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you destroyed a bunch of them yesterday. I know. I'm like sad that they're gone. Yeah. I only have, I have one left, but okay. Groovy is um, a non-alcoholic drink brand. And they sent me this package and it was, it's stocked. I mean, I still have so many things to try. They sent me an IPA. They sent me um, a Prosecco and a bubbly rosé non-alcoholic. So I was going to try one of those tonight, probably. And yeah, they're really, really good. Like I had the red wine on Friday night and I was like craving it the next day. I was like, I can't wait to have this tonight. Mm -hmm. 
And so I drank two last night and now I only have one left. And it's so I feel like non-alcoholic wine is so hard. Yeah. Like non-alcoholic beer is not that hard. I mean, I'm not saying this because I don't make it. So I don't really know if it's hard or not, but I've tasted what I'm trying to say is I've tasted a lot of good non-alcoholic beers and like just other drinks and things like that. I've tasted a lot of good ones, but I haven't tasted a lot of good non-alcoholic wines before. And this one like actually tastes like red wine. Yeah. Even our friend tried it last night. She drinks and she was like impressed by it too. So yeah, it was, oh, their stuff is so good. I'm obsessed and they don't sponsor or anything. We just are, they sent me a package to try and I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be around to stay. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a staple in our home and they sell it at target now. So it's so groovy. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) It's really good. So yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying out right now. Highly, highly recommend their red wine. I'll get back to you on the Prosecco, but I'll probably be posting that on my Instagram. So people can go look at that. Yeah. You've been really creative lately with some of your Instagram and TikToks. It's wonderful. Yeah. So I'm doing everything on my own now and even editing. So life's a little crazy, but I do feel shout out to all the people that helped get you to here. Totally. I mean, I don't think that I could do everything on my own if it weren't for the people that have led up to this moment Yeah, and the ability to know I can do it on my own is because of all the people who have helped me along the way. Yep. So y'all know who you are. You're great. And Anna is helping me a little bit with social media too. So shout out to her. She's just helping me with like vision and just trying to like zero in on stuff. So that's been awesome. Um, but it is really fun. And it honestly, it has been nice because there's a lot less pressure. It feels like, um, just because like when you are in charge of like other people's schedules, as far as like getting content to them and things like that, you do have to be really like strategic. Whereas I feel like now I can be a little bit more intuitive about how I create content and even recording, like we're releasing this episode tomorrow. And I wouldn't have been able to do that before with the other processes that I had in place just because you have to be really on top of like the timing of things, but it just felt really great to do this recording this weekend for some reason. It's been a year since we got engaged. So yeah, that's a big thing. And when then we visited where we got engaged. We did. We went back to the place we got engaged and we just haven't dissected and like debriefed the wedding yet. And it's been over a month since we got married, almost two months since we got married. So um, it's probably got to do it before it's like, not fresh anymore in our brain <laughs> yeah so yeah but I'm instagram's been fun it. yeah everything's been good i mean i mean not everything's been good that's i feel like that's so not true <laughs> no <laughs> trials and tribulations all the time but yeah it's fun endeavoring i'm with you i agree so yeah we're going to talk about our wedding today um for those of you who don't know we got married on september 3rd here in Utah and five days before her birthday. Um, <laughs> two days before my birthday, but good try. Um, I know when your birthday, I is. know you do, but we're going to talk a little bit about just like the process of planning a wedding. We've kind of already talked a little bit about that in other episodes. So you can kind of go back to that, but yep. more the leading up to the day of like the last few weeks of it and 
the craziness of that. And then the weekend that was our wedding and how it was, and people submitted some questions. So we're going to answer those as well. This might be a two-parter. See how long it takes us. I'm, I'm down for the fun. You're here for the fun. I'm here for the fun. Awesome. Well, let's start by just talking about kind of our process. Um, some people don't really know. I mean, we've talked on previous episodes about like how we got engaged and like how we decided to do our wedding the way we wanted to do it. Um, but like from your perspective, how would you say that process went or, or what did that look like? I need a, a more direct question. <laughs> how was the process of deciding to get married and getting engaged and overall? Doing, so yeah. like stuff we've talked about before. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. And I think that we did it differently, different aspects to it. Uh, and you know, think back we've talked a few times like what do we change things we do things differently and i think it was good it was enough i we enjoyed it but it's always fun or it's always interesting looking back and thinking about it like for you i was it was less formal it was we both you knew it was happening we both proposed to each other there wasn't a big ring um it wasn't kind of like super planned out and it wasn't one of those things like our friends bergen and khalil so cool congrats mm -hmm. to them for recently getting engaged they went to bergen norway right that's super special uh and ours was just different i think that i will look to be more special in the future right have some meaning behind things plan things better but I'm not, I don't wish we did things differently. Mm -hmm. We have like talked about that since where it is when you do something a little bit different and not that other people don't do it this way too. I'm not saying that, but it is more common to have kind of the big production and um, the, the male in the relationship, if it's a heterosexual relationship tends to do like a surprise or, you know, gets down on one knee and, and does all those things. And we have talked about it with people close to us getting engaged, just, you know, how the thoughts that brings up for me and him, you know, the expectation that Jack might feel being a guy and like what that could look like for him. And then for me, like the feelings of those are the ways that you imagine things are going to happen and you just didn't do it that way. And it's not right or wrong, right? It's just the fact that oftentimes we feel this societal pressure in so many ways. And you have to consciously remember why you decided to do things the way that you did and that it it's, it's okay to do things that the way that makes sense to you, even if it is the more quote unquote traditional way. Yeah. I'm, I like reflecting, processing, understanding things more so you can make better decisions in the future. Mm -hmm. It's one thing that you're really good at. Yeah. And I, I love the way we did it too. And it was very personal to us and it was meaningful. And, and I always told Jack, like from the first time I met him, I'm just like, or, you know, first time we start dating, I'm like, I would, I would marry you with like rubber band on my finger. Like, I don't care. I just want to marry you. That was what was important to me. And so, you know, it's not to say that someday that I'll, was said. 
it was sad. <laughs> it's not to say that someday, like, we'll, you know, have more diamonds on my finger or something like that, but it just like, wasn't what we wanted in that moment. And, um, it, it wasn't the most important thing for us, but it is important to still note that that doesn't mean that you don't have those thoughts, right? Like, I think I did feel a little bummed or, you know, like I missed out on something that I always imagined would happen for me. Um, and I didn't even know I was going to feel that way until after, until like some of my close friends started getting engaged and I started seeing kind of that process. And I was like, Oh, I wonder what that would feel like. And then you start wondering, did I force him into this? (laughs) Uh, no comment. (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. And I think it's completely natural. Like when I see some of the friends that we have that have gotten engaged and they have beautiful rings, they spend a lot of time planning and prepping for it. I'm like, good on them. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Just didn't work out, work out for us that way. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So that's been interesting to like reflect a little bit on that. But um, with that process, you know, we had, I'd always imagined too, like, just cause I felt like it was the way you did it, that you have this like massive wedding and you invite all these people and you do it in your you know home state. And you just like do the, these things, these ways, just because I thought that was what was expected. And then I started seeing people do things differently. I think, especially during COVID, like things really shifted a lot. And, um, I know people were doing different things before then, but it was just more common to do like elopements and small weddings and, you know, just kind of sticking to what felt right for you. And I just remember us having a conversation, you know, when we were talking about getting married, we were like, do we really want this big performance, not performance, I shouldn't say that, but this big kind of thing, you know, is that really what we want as a couple? And we came to the conclusion that it wasn't what we wanted. That would be correct. (laughs) You just fact checking me this whole episode. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a little while. I'm rusty. It's okay. I don't get asked on many podcasts besides this one. <laughs> many, yeah, but there's <laughs> other ones he's been asked on before. <laughs> um, I think that uh, ideally we both would have been we like more intimate environments, so smaller is better. It also made sense for the budget uh, for things, uh, and we're doing and most of our people were located outside of a state that we were hosting it. So it just made sense to do a smaller one. Mm-hmm. Are you, do you wish we would have done a bigger one? No, 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 <laughs> no. It was so perfect. It was so perfect. It was, I mean, it wasn't perfect, right? Like we're going to talk about things that went wrong and stuff, but, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, so we had just to give some context. So we had a wedding here in Utah, which is where we live now. And we had it up in the mountains, um, like an hour away from where we live. And it was, you missed an important part. What? It, we, we had our wedding at the garden of Eden. <laughs> it was in Eden, Utah. And Jack likes to say that it was at the garden of Eden, but, um, it was at powder mountain, which is like a ski resort. Um, and during the summer, it's just this beautiful place as well. And small town has a reservoir. So because so many of our guests were coming from out of state, it was a weekend event. And we had talked about wanting that from the, from the get go, because 
we want to be able to spend several days with our guests instead of just one night. It was a holiday weekend. It was a holiday weekend. It was Labor Day and my birthday. You know, it's a holiday too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but more that it's Sandy Hernandez's birthday. That's what. Yes. Yeah. That's a that's national holiday. Shout out Sandy. Shout out Sandy. But um, it was a whole weekend event. So people showed up on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Um, and we got to do different events with them on those days and see them come in. And they also, people stayed until Sunday or Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, so we got to hang out with them the day after and the day before and the two days before. And so I genuinely felt like we got to talk to each one of our guests really intimately and have good conversations with everybody and really feel like others were connecting with each other. They were spending so much time together, like I felt like it was a great group because I never felt overwhelmed by the amount of people that were there. It was like amazing to just be able to actually spend time with every single one of them. I would have to completely agree. Mm-hmm. Seems like it was a good recipe for fun times and good conversations. Totally. And so that being said, I think it is important to talk about like when you have a big event like that, it can get overwhelming too, that you're hosting, you know, those people. I had a little moment, like one of the days where I just felt like, oh my gosh, I'm tired. Or I'm like in this moment, I'm not having fun. What, what, what was that scenario? Um, we were, so we had planned on like one of the days when we knew most people were going to be in town that we were going to go for like a hike and then a reservoir, the reservoir. And we come back and we do this and we do that. Like we just had like a lot planned out you're already laughing and I thought that was a great idea because I was like we should keep people busy like we should you know entertain them and I just remember like after the hike people were hungry because we didn't plan to like get lunch or dinner or whatever time of day was we didn't plan like to get them food or bring food or anything like that we just kind of like let that go but then people are kind of trapped because there was cars and we had a car full of bunch of people and oh I did get frustrated at someone I think it was my dad. <laughs> Did or, you? No, it was someone who took my car. I don't know. But yeah, there was like car issues. Then like also there was like bags left at the airport because there was yes. like a bunch of issues with like bags getting lost on planes. So there was just like a lot going on, I feel like. And we were kind of dealing with a lot of it. And so it was like Bergen and Khalil and like everybody. So it was just a lot. And so we, um, I feel like we were at the reservoir for like all of an hour, if that, and that was kind of like disappointing because it wasn't really like we got to do very much because everyone was just kind of hungry and ready to go back. And I just remember like getting back and everyone's like, okay, now we're going to go play beach volleyball. And, um, I just was like, I need to go hang out with my nephew and just like rest (laughs) for an hour and feel okay about that. And I felt this like internal guilt a little bit of like, okay, well, I don't want to seem like I don't want to be around my guests or I don't want to like be MIA. That feels like not right to do that. But at the same time, you always have to remember that it's okay if you're not having fun 110% of the time during your wedding weekend, like you're going to need a break. You're going to need to rest. Like you're going to need to chill a little bit. Cause it's a lot. Like I lost my voice and that was because there's a lesson right there just in general is 
you can't expect to be happy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> if and, you have those expectations, it's exhausting. And I think people expect that when you're getting married or you're doing these big things that you're constantly happy. And it's like, at the end of the day, we're human. Like we're still experiencing a human thing, you know? And I told that to Bergen because Bergen's like, how are you? And I was like, honestly, I'm just like, I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm a little tired. And I feel this pressure to say that I'm great because it's supposed to be the best moment of my life. But right in this moment, I'm just kind of tired and I want to go snuggle my nephew for an hour, you know? And then I did. And then I was really good after that. Um, and everything was fine, but it just took me a minute to kind of recalibrate, if you will. Henry's got a good smile. He does. He made me giggle for like an hour. And then I went back to the pool and I found Peter and Kelly. And then Bergen was calling me because I was late to get ready for the rehearsal. <laughs> so, yeah, I just want to note that. I also, you know, when we're, as we're talking about feelings, something I've talked to with a couple of different brides who've gotten married since um, I got married and just kind of talked openly about feelings before the wedding. Um, if you feel really anxious, overwhelmed, maybe a little scared, I do genuinely think that that's normal. Like, and obviously know your gut well enough. Like if you're really, really scared or like really feel like it's not the right decision, like make sure that you're addressing that. But I felt like two weeks prior, I was like, holy shit, this is wild. Like, oh my gosh, am I doing this? Whoa. Like this kind of anxiety. And I kept thinking to myself, is this okay that I'm feeling like this? Like, is this normal? And then I realized that I was making the biggest decision I was ever going to make. It's the only decision that you make genuinely for yourself and the other person. You make it as a mutual decision. It is a lifelong decision that you get to make. And how incredible is that? But also how incredibly overwhelming is that? I'm overwhelmed right now. Just <laughs> hearing you say that. <laughs> I think it's special, uh, but I think it's it's not something to do lightly like you are alluding to uh and we all handle that kind of anxiety stress differently as well totally and i just think that it's important to note those things that like when you're doing something for yourself that it's, it's kind of like the first big adult decision that you really make that's permanent that your parents don't really have a say in. I mean, obviously you ask your parents, you know, for each other's permission, we did that, whatever. But like, it's not like anyone is telling you to do these things. It's just something that you know is right in your heart and you almost have to trust your gut so much in it. And that can be really scary because there's no really facts behind it. It's completely feeling based. You've thought about this a lot. Oh yeah. I think everyone's situation is different too. Um, it was interesting those two weeks up going into it. I had something with work that was creating some extra stress and anxiety for us. And uh, we both had to exercise patience for each other. Just, just good. It's good practice. I'm really mm -hmm. happy we decided to commit to ourselves for the rest of our lives. Me too. It's exciting. Me too. I just think it's, it's good to note that like you don't, see kind of the work that it takes yes as you're you're watching people get married you're watching people 
get engaged. You're watching all these things like behind the scenes. It's a lot of work. It's a big commitment. It's a big deal. Like it's not just kind of all sunshine and rainbows, you know? Wow. That was the exact phrase that I was just going to say, if you didn't say it about sunshines and rainbows, Mm -hmm. but I probably wouldn't have said it so eloquently and mixed in a few other words. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready for some questions? Sure. Are we going to get into some of the the funny things that happened during our wedding too at some point? Oh, for sure. Okay, good. Like some of these questions, like wedding expectations versus reality, I think we can dive into it during that question. Okay. Um, I want to see. Okay, let's start with this one and I'm going to go look if there's other ones. What was the best song to dance to? That's an easy question. Love story. Love story. So we have to tell the story behind this. So I was, of course, like, you know, TikTok knows when you're everything in your life is happening. Yes. And so wedding talk was like all over my TikTok for the first, you know, the weeks leading up. And Anna would send me videos and all those things. And Bergen and Khalil, you know, big, big shout out to them were essentially my maid of honor and my man of honor and did so much for our wedding and they, uh, they did an incredible amount yeah Chloe was there for many many occasions where i needed help uh, they both were so kind so willing to help and they seemed to know what to say and do in every moment totally and they um, we're making our playlist and it's important to note that they do not, um, <laughs> they don't like Taylor Swift at all. Um, and I love Taylor Swift. Do you? I do. How's no the last, way. how's the last week been for you, babe? <laughs> last week's been great. <laughs> Feels like I'm married to Taylor Swift and Paige Holmgren. Yep. You kind of are. Um, and so I had saw this TikTok of this girl and like obviously her husband and the the last song of the night was love story and all her guests were like going ham and like just love story was popping off like it wasn't just like the normal song it just felt like it was going crazy and so I was like sending it to Bergen and Cole I'm like we need to do this And so then we ended up telling all of our friends that we really wanted love story to be the song, like to be so crazy happens to be that there was a stage at our ceremony or reception. And I was like, I'm finding myself on that stage, no matter what. I forgot we were doing this whole time. And I didn't even recognize what song was going on right off the bat. (laughs) How'd you end up on the stage? Did someone just put you on there? It might've been Josh probably was josh yes he knew he did know um and josh was like so josh also walked down the aisle it's important to know josh was our flower boy he walked down the aisle to um love story so love story was like a huge part of our day and so josh was like okay i can also make sure that this song just absolutely pops off and guess what it did. It went hard. It went so hard. It's on my TikTok if anyone wants to go look at it. It was so fun. Our friends went so crazy. They're screaming it. We were on like this stage thing, just dancing our butts off. Like it was so fun. That was one of my favorite moments. I was felt like I was in an electric storm and I was calm and I was just like just there and yeah. just hyped. It was awesome. 
it was incredible. Yeah, so definitely the best song. So choose a song that you really want to go hard to and tell all of your best friends that that's what you want and they will make it happen. Yeah, make sure it's late at night too. Yeah, it was so good. Mm-hmm. How did you meet? Us. Yeah. <laughs> no, not us. How did we meet? Uh, we met in the great state of Arizona. And it was at a party. It was a party. And Paige walked in like she owned the place. (laughs) She was full of positive energy, spreading energy, good vibes, talking, asking good questions, playing games, laughing. I was just attracted to her. Directed to you. Yeah, we essentially met through like mutual friends, sort of um, accidentally, very accidentally. I just went to this house party with two of my friends, and one of them happened to live with Jack's brother. And Jack was visiting from Atlanta, and I was in town from Minnesota for a few weeks. And we met. And I knew he was my husband the first time I met him. And I was right. Look at me now. Ha ha. <laughs> um, okay. This question says first look reactions and how you're integrating your vows in daily life. So one thing that we did was we didn't do like a first look that you see a lot everywhere where you like the girl, like taps the guy on the shoulder before the ceremony and turns around. Um, Jack didn't want to see me until I walked down the aisle. And something that was fun about that was that we, so my parent, our parents together had rented a house, um, that fit all of them. So it's pretty spacious house. And so I got ready upstairs and the boys got ready downstairs in the house. And so we were in the same house like all day and we had actually seen each other in the morning as well. This part was one of my favorite parts of the day probably was we went to this little like coffee shop that essentially everybody went to all the time. Peddlers, Peddlers cafe. It had all the food that people like ate all weekend. And so we like hid in this little corner and we wrote letters to our parents and it was just so nice to like sit with each other, have some breakfast, um, chat before we had to, yep. We cried a lot before we had to get ready and people started like seeing us. It was kind of funny, (laughs) like come around the corner and like see us and stuff, but we were, we were being pretty hidden, which was nice. Um, so we had that moment together and then the rest of the day we didn't, um, see each other. And I just remember I was hiding in my parents' bedroom while you were getting ready to get into the car to go up the mountain. Cause we got married on the mountain and then our reception was, um, down below, but you were getting ready to get in the car and I could hear you. And so I like peeked my head out the door and I was like, hi, I love you. <laughs> that was cute. Cause we were both pretty nervous. So it was, time nervous. it was kind of hard to not be around each other, I think before, but it was worth it. Do you think it was worth it? Yeah. I thought it was great. I like how we did it. What was your reaction when I first walked down the aisle? I was awestruck. You're awestruck. Yeah. You look beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. It was was it what you thought it was going to be? No, it was more. Really? Mm-hmm. In what way? Just the sun, the way you were moving, felt like slow motion. It was kind of because I was in heels and it was dirt. (laughs) 
You just look so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a funny story that so as soon as we said goodbye to each other, you were yelling through mm-hmm. the door. <laughs> we were driving up there, and I was driving up with my fam. And my dad somehow got behind the wheel. And, uh, my dad is not the best driver. I'm not the best driver. We're probably on the same level, but <laughs> he drove over a rock <laughs> outside the house <laughs> in the rental car. <laughs> and it was just like getting up to this mountain. This mountain was incredibly high up there. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> just was an interesting drive, scary all around. <laughs> my family does throw shade a little bit when it comes to driving and it was just funny that is funny because will asked in this question box what was jack's heart rate driving up the mountain <laughs> <laughs> i was borderline very frustrated that uh no one else had driven besides my dad because we just had a full van driving up a mountain it was not it was not easy going. <laughs> <laughs> Who was in that van again? It was you, dad, your dad, your mom, Josh. Yes. And the brothers. Yes. Thank goodness for Josh. <laughs> Seriously. And on the way down. Yes. Also, thank goodness for Josh. Yes. The, the car's brakes basically lit on fire and they were smoking. Yeah. We like got back to the reception hall and our wedding planner was like, oh my gosh, get out of this car immediately. <laughs> it smelled so bad and we were like it could blow up at any second to be honest we wouldn't we wouldn't be surprised we were uh, up there we were up at like what ten thousand feet do you think close it was beautiful so beautiful no one passed out it was good no one passed out it didn't rain it was gorgeous um and how we're integrating our vows into our daily life we talked about this this morning because um Honestly, I haven't looked back at our books yet since we got married. I think that would be a good thing for us to like revisit. Um, but I know that our vows, so we, we wrote our vows personally and just kind of, you know, wrote a story to each other and the commitments to one another. Um, so yeah, they're, they're pretty personal and very, you know, us. So I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we already integrate them naturally, but excited to always look back on them. We have nice little books with them in them. So that's what I was going to say is I think we just naturally live by what we say, what we said in our vows. How we're lucky. But I think during the hard times, it'll be nice to look back at those hard times. We're never going to have hard times. You kidding me? Um, This question says favorite part of the day. Favorite part of the day? I I don't have one. There's just multiples. Uh, love story, definitely. Uh, really enjoyed breakfast. I really just enjoyed watching you walk down, do our vows, everything about it. Went so well. Uh, dancing to Breathless, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. That was our wedding song. Yep, and I also just really loved jumping in to bed with you through the end of the night. That was fun. Yeah, it was a great day. It was overall definitely yeah love story was a huge highlight just like realizing how great our people are and how much they care about us was awesome the speeches were really good um but i think that the ceremony was definitely my favorite part it was so fun band did such a good job (laughs) being our officiant and saying the vows was really fun and yeah it was really good 
It's hard to pick a favorite. Yeah, it is. Okay. Wedding expectations versus reality. (laughs) I think that you expect that your wedding day is going to go perfect all the time. And you don't, you are always told to prepare that there's going to be things that go wrong. Sometimes you don't expect the things that go wrong. Um, so we had a a couple of funny ones. So early in the day, unbeknownst to me, um, my wedding planner had gone up to my mom and she was like, so there's a situation there is. So just to paint a picture, we got married at on the mountain, but our, our reception was at this lodge that was kind of on a golf course. So the golf course is literally right next door to the lodge. Um, and they have a little like area there, um, that they can host weddings at. And it's, I kid you not two feet, like on top of the lodge. So it's one of those situations where you think it's the same venue, but it's not, it's not the same venue. They're separate venues, but they look attached. Yes. So my wedding planner goes up to my mom and says, Hey, just found out that there is in fact another wedding at the golf course. (laughs) And my mom was like, okay. And my, our wedding planner was like, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be over by six. So like by the time that they get back down the mountain, we should be totally fine. She's like, okay, then who cares? No worries. Paige, was it over by six? We're getting there. So then I guess we were, I'm telling the story from the perspective of after I didn't know anything, but what was going through Bergen and my mom's head and we were driving up the mountain and you could see the wedding was going on. We drive past the reception place to get up the mountain and my mom was trying to distract me. So I wouldn't see the, the wedding going on right next door to ours. And I kept like looking over, I guess my mom was like, Paige, I have to tell you something. I vividly remember this. And I was like, what? And I like turn around to her and she goes, she looks at me blankly and she goes, I forgot. <laughs> she didn't know what she was going to say because she was just trying to distract me. So we get up to the mountain, we come back down. And before we go in, my wedding planner comes up to me and was like, Hey, just so you know, there is another wedding going on right next door. We thought it was going to end by six, but it's not. And I don't remember caring at all. Like I didn't care. And I remember like we got down and you, me, Josh and the brothers were like hanging out outside and getting like our shoe thing figured out. And I kept seeing people come through like the little lodge part. And I knew they weren't our guests, but I don't remember like being concerned about it. I was like, well, like, of course there's going to be other weddings going on. You know, it's a Saturday night on Labor Day weekend. And I, I, so many times throughout the day, forgot that like this was our wedding I thought we were just kind of attending a wedding <laughs> do you feel that way a couple of times yeah so I was kind of like oh okay yeah whatever and so I was like okay that's fine and then Jess goes also um there is a six-piece mariachi band who will be playing throughout the entirety of dinner and our dinner was outside it was on this little patio it was so beautiful and she was like, we are going to have to like ignay your dinner playlist that you originally had. And instead just listen to this mariachi. <laughs> and I said, I love a mariachi band. Well, meanwhile, we didn't, we weren't there really for the beginning of it. Cause we had to go do pictures. Yeah. We didn't do pictures or we did do pictures. We didn't really do dinner. And 
I love a mariachi band. I always have. And so I was kind of like, great, a free mariachi band. Let's go. And so I didn't really notice much of it because, yeah, we weren't really there, but everyone else really noticed it. And our wedding planner um, is do it planning. You guys got to go look her up. She has a viral TikTok or Instagram reel of it. It's so funny. And it's like, you know, the chances that your venue fails to tell you that there's a wedding with a six piece mariachi band is very slim. And then it's like the whole band, but never zero. It is so funny. So it was right there. So our guests got to listen to a mariachi band throughout the entirety of dinner. Um, I think some people thought it was annoying and most people just thought it was funny and amazing. And that's all I care about. I don't really care. It was, it was funny and amazing. And they were really great. I think they were very talented. Yeah. Uh, I thought the laughs were fun and you know, it wasn't the end of the world now going into that. So we were doing the, the wedding pictures and our wedding, uh, photographers are amazing. Uh, and we did a lot of poses. <laughs> I mean, first of all, we were sitting on the 18th hole, of the golf course, and I kept looking down there. Like we were out there, like we owned the place and there was people coming up golfing and stuff. And I was like, okay, should we move? Are we going to get hit? So that was my little extra anxiety, I think over everybody else, but no, we stayed, we stood our ground and we got the good pictures going. Uh, now we finally were done and we were walking up to dinner and I was tired for a second. I was spacing out and I was also holding your dress. And I think as soon as we got to the stairs, my big Sasquatch feet <laughs> caught a piece of your, your dress on the ground and it ended up causing enough pressure to bust your, your dress in the mm-hmm. front. A foot long rip. Yes. So two foot, two foot long rip, two actually. foot long rip. And then we were jumping into a dinner with a surprise mariachi band. <laughs> what a trip and so when the (laughs) when the dress ripped so i heard it and i was like okay really hope that's just like an inside seam or something that just busted i looked down full front of my dress ripped luckily i have the underskirts like it's not like you can see anything but you can see the giant rip and for a second i was like it's okay it's no big deal and then i suddenly got really sad i was like oh my gosh like yeah this is just a bummer. Like, I don't want my dress to be ripped. Like it's supposed to be your, you know, you're the most beautiful ever, whatever. And I just got really sad. And then Jack felt so bad. So then I was sad for him because I didn't want him to feel bad. And, um, my wedding planner, our wedding planner runs up and grabs my mom, <laughs> which is so smart. She's, she was awesome. And I was like, it's okay. It's okay. It's all gonna be fine. It's okay. It's okay. And then Jess offers to bring me inside and sew my dress. <laughs> So Jess and I were sitting by the piano and Jess was literally sewing my dress. People were walking by and this is when it got really good because people would walk by and they would just laugh and like would chat with me. And it was just like actually so funny. And it was one of my favorite points in the night. And like everyone just walked by and just laughed and did this, did that, like you took it like a champ. It was incredible. It was, it was ended up being really good. And it, Jess did a great sewing job, hand sewing job of my dress. She did. Uh, but it could have been a moment where you could have gotten mad or frustrated at me because rightfully so I messed up. But you didn't. One of the reasons why I love you. Yeah. I mean, you have to in those moments, like, who what are you gonna do? Like, who cares? You know, you just have to let it go. You can't let it ruin what is going on, you know. 
in the night. So that happened. Um, other than that, you know, a couple unexpected things here and there, but nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, it went, it went all pretty well. People were on the dance floor (laughs) so long and just kept playing music and our friends were just busting a move. It was so funny. We literally had to like sneak out and I just giggled because I remember the last thing I saw was Dell was like on all fours, like shaking her ass full blown. And Josh was like whipping her with his tie, whipping her butt with his tie. <laughs> I shouldn't say whipping, like just hitting his, her butt with his tie. Um, Multiple people had their shirts off. I think there I saw two, two small trees that had somehow made its way out on the dance floor people were carrying around like trophies trees yes there was like these large branches and they were holding different ends of them what yeah i did not know that oh we had a wedding crasher too it did have a wedding crasher suddenly there was this man in like golf shorts and a polo and i was like this is a 60 person wedding we have to understand that it's going to be very obvious if there's a wedding crasher and everyone is dressed in formal attire. So this guy is on the dance floor and go up to Jess. And I was like, Hey, there's this random guy on the dance floor. I, everyone's acting like they know him, but I have no idea who he is. She's like, okay, I got it. And he was right next to our friend Ansley. Ansley did a great job inviting him in and making him feel comfortable. (laughs) But Ansley is engaged to Max. They live in Utah with us and they are getting married next fall. And Jess is also their wedding planner. So she walks up to the guy he's next to Ansley and she goes, Hey dude, like, you know, you're obviously not a guest. You have to get out, whatever. And he goes, he points at Ansley goes, no, 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 I'm with her. And she laughs and she goes, I know for a fact, you're not with her. I know exactly who her fiance is. (laughs) Get the fuck out. So she was great. And he did a great, you know, whatever he left, it was not a big deal, but it was pretty funny. And there's a Polaroid of him in our guest book and it's titled the wedding crasher. So that was hilarious. Hilarious. Our, yeah, our photographers like stayed and hung out cause they were, I think they were having fun. They like stayed and hung out late into the night just because they didn't even have to. And yeah, it was, it was really fun, but there were some funny little incidences that happened, Yeah, but that's part of it. You always got to expect that. What a day. What a day. So expectations versus reality, I would say, yeah, you just always got to plan for things to just go a little bit wacko because it really will. Yep. All right. Next question. Did you have post-wedding sadness after like I did? I was so sad. It was over in a blink. Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah. I mean, it was just a rush of great people, great conversation. I guess one of those things where you wish it would last forever. Totally. I think that I had a little bit of both, right? So by the time everybody had left, it was Monday and we had had people visiting since the previous Wednesday. So I was exhausted to say the least. Monday was my birthday and we had my best friends here. So obviously my best friends are here. Like there's no pressure. I mean, we napped for like most of the day, which was so nice. Um, and it was really chill. And we went to a great dinner and ice cream, went to bed early, all the things. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but I will say I was really, really, really tired. 
So, but then, yeah, like a couple days later, realizing like, oh my gosh, it's all already over and everyone's gone. Everyone's back living their lives. And we had so many thoughts about the fact that like how many times in our life are all of our favorite people going to be in the same room. And that was probably the only time that will ever happen. And so it was just really, you know, sad to think about the fact that that was the one time in your life that you'll have every single one of your favorite people in the same room. That's a sad way to look upon it. (laughs) Well, yeah, but it is sad. So I felt sad, but at the same time, like, because we had such a long weekend with them, I did feel really content about the amount of time that was spent. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I was super content with how much activities and beach volleyball were being played. (laughs) Yeah. Microphone. I was, it was just really fun having everybody there. So many personalities. It's just so fun seeing people communicate and mesh together. Totally. I agree. Um, okay. So this one kind of goes with a different one because one person said how hard to pick the wedding party slash how you did it. And the other one was from a person who was at our wedding. So she knows that we didn't have a wedding party technically. So she said, how did you come to the decision to not have any bridesmaids or groomsmen? It kind of just made sense. I mean, like most of the people there that we invited could be considered for that that party. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you want to do it to just a ton of people. Um, I like that it's I felt simpler without it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to overcomplicate the wedding. My personal opinion, uh, and I think everyone felt like they were special, and hopefully that. It was worth our time being there. Um, but yeah, it just didn't feel necessary at all. Yeah, I think this is a really interesting topic because I've been watching like Bergen go through a similar process of deciding, you know, what to do. And it's becoming more common for people to do something different with this and kind of rethink the whole groomsman bridesmaid situation. Um, I think there's so many like, oh my gosh, Leo's licking that sorry you guys had to listen to that um so that was actually me looking page you um i think that there is a lot of beautiful things about bridesmaids and groomsmen um there's also yeah like some challenges that it can present it's obviously a cost that you have to consider of like asking them and dresses for them like having them to consider that that um maybe you know a style of a dress they might not feel comfortable in when you have bridesmaids who are all different shapes and sizes and heights um you kind of had yourself a a groom's party yeah i'm i'm gonna get to that so i found it really important to still make sure that my friends my closest friends felt special in a way because they did they do you know they are a huge part of my life and i wanted them to be you know recognized in a way um I had a maid of honor. And so that was, you know, I do think it's important for you to have somebody because there's so many little things that need to be done. And there's so much stuff that needs to happen that it's important to have someone who's kind of the go-to for that. And then also someone who can delegate. So like with my other four best friends, like they helped a lot as well, but Bergen was there to like delegate things. 
and and be kind of like the in between of like my mom and my girlfriends to make sure things were happening. And then also Bergen kept me on schedule like 99% of the time. So that was good. Um, but you can honor people in different ways. Like for example, my four best friends who were not technically my bridesmaids, but would have been if we would have had bridesmaids were all in a color scheme. So they all wore pink dresses, um, not necessarily like just the same dress. It was all very different dresses, but they wore pink in the shades that like, I like pink and I love pink obviously. So it's kind of in honor of me. And then they cut their dress went with my maid of honors dress as well. So we like worked to make sure that all their dresses went really well together and they looked beautiful together. Um, so they were honored in that way. Um, but no one stood up next to us. I also really loved the fact that it was just us up there with your brother. Sometimes I think that again, I'm trying, I'm not trying to like shit on people who do bridesmaids or groomsmen. Oh my gosh, Leo. Bless you, Leo. <laughs> so loud go lay down lay down um but i do think sometimes it does take away from the people that you know you are kind of what you are focusing on it's just like having all those people up there is beautiful but at the same time it can kind of take away so i've also heard of people who've done bridesmaids and groomsmen technically but they don't stand they just sit Um, so they still have them like walk down the aisle and do all those things, but then they just sit down, which is kind of what we did, right? Like Bergen and will walk down together, but then they sat and Josh was our flower boy, but then he sat Haley and, and Henry walked down. Henry was our, our, um, ring bearer, but then they sat. So it was just similar in that way. Um, you're still honoring them, but they're not necessarily, you know, technically your, your bridesmaids or your groomsmen. I know this is hard though. Like this is a hard thing for people to like try to choose. You don't want to hurt feelings. I just, I've been talking to Bergen about a lot. Like I said, I think the biggest thing is you have to do what feels right for you and what's going to make the day the best for you, the easiest for you, the most enjoyable for you. And if that to you causes any stress, then don't do it. But if it's something that's really exciting and that you're, you know, would cause a lot of joy, then you should do it, you know, and just, pick the people that you want to pick. Don't pick the people just because you feel like you have to pick them because of a certain situation. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Traditional wedding things that you left out, if any. The garter, right? (laughs) Yep. We left out the garter. Did you throw flowers? No, I didn't do the bouquet toss. We obviously didn't have, I don't know if you consider bridesmaids and groomsmen traditional. We didn't do that. Um, I feel like first look is becoming traditional and we didn't do that. Um, I didn't have a veil. I had a hat. It wasn't a religious wedding. Wasn't a religious wedding, which yeah, we were married outside by Jack's brother. Um, no, we can do the garter. Is it traditional to have a mariachi band at your <laughs> wedding? I think it depends on your culture. Okay. That was not traditional for our culture, but no. but we enjoyed it nonetheless. Um, yeah, we did. I think that's it. I think everything else we did was fairly traditional. We did the mother daughter mother son dance, father daughter dance. Yep, that was fun. That was fun. Um. 
we had best men and maid of honor and things like that. So yeah, but other like little stuff like that, we didn't do. Okay. Last question. Is it worth it to get a wedding planner? I grew up Mormon and only attended Mormon weddings growing up. So I'm not sure how to plan a traditional wedding just seems expensive and I'm picky and like things done my own way. Um, I can probably speak most to this, but if you have anything to add, I would say absolutely. The reason it was most worth it for us was because, um, a few things. One, we started planning the wedding when we were really new to Utah. So having somebody who had done weddings in Utah was really, really helpful. Um, and that helped my mom. My mom has done a ton of weddings in Minnesota, but never any in Utah. So she needed somebody who knew the area a lot better. And that was what Jess was. And also day of coordination is huge. Jess was very, very helpful where my mom, you know, couldn't do things or didn't want to do things. Didn't want to stress about stuff. Jess was there literally from like, once my hair and makeup was done until the very, very end of the night, um, just making sure that things were going as smoothly as possible. She was the communication point between the photographer, the venue, us, like, everything my mom it was really really helpful one thing she skill set she had too was she was very funny yeah and humor in those kind of situations i think just is just a great totally way to reset relax not take things too seriously totally if you're gonna find a wedding planner you have to find one that you genuinely like their personality you like who we got so lucky she was like the first one we met and we really liked her from the get-go um but you do have to find someone that you get along with because you are spending a lot of the day with them. I spent yeah. a lot of time with her the day of, and you know, she was there when I was like writing my vows. Like she was there when I was getting my hair and makeup done. So it's really important that you like who your wedding planner is. Um, I, I know a little bit about Mormon weddings now, not a whole lot. So I can't really speak to this, but I do understand that Mormon weddings tend to do things kind of the same way, or they kind of have a good system in place already that, the way that they do things. So if you're not familiar with that, a wedding planner who does um, non-Mormon weddings would be really, really helpful for you to just educate you on the things you have to think about. They let you have a lot of say. I think people sometimes think a wedding planner takes control over everything. Um, They let you have a lot of say in what you're doing and what your decisions are. Sometimes too much for me. I didn't want a ton of say. I mean, my mom did a lot and She's, she's so creative and does everything beautifully. So it was perfect. But if you do want to do things your way, honestly, I mean, my experience was amazing. So I would recommend do it planning all day, every day. And that's just do it. And if you want more information, you can message. How do you spell it? D E W I T T planning. That's her Instagram. How do you spell planning? Uh Planning. Um, and she is on like the knot and everything too. And yeah. I just, yeah, she's awesome. So I would recommend it for sure. It eases a lot of stress. You can always ask them to do something that you don't know how to, or don't know what, don't want to do. When we were th- talking about getting our license or whatever, I just texted her and I said, Hey, how do we do this? She sent me the link five minutes later and yeah, just so helpful. So helpful. But that's the end of the questions. Wow. I feel like we covered everything. Yeah. When are we going to do our renewing of the vows? <laughs> we got married two months ago. <laughs> I want to celebrate again. Mm. 
think it's like usually five or 10 years that you do it. Okay. Do you have any ideas of where you want to do that? No. No. Europe. Europe. Somewhere elsewhere. Okay. It's really fun. I'm happy we got today and talked. Uh, I like reminiscing on it because it was such a glorious weekend. Also want to thank everyone who helped make it possible. Mm-hmm. Jessica, our parents, thank you for their their, their involvement in it. Uh, thank you, Van. Van definitely got out of his comfort zone. Thank you for everyone who spoke. All the people that helped out. Burning Club. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, Leo thinks we're going somewhere. Well, that's it for this week. Um, join us next week on the It's Hard Podcast. Follow along at It's Hard Podcast on Instagram and It's Hard Podcast on TikTok. And you have some new TikToks coming out soon that are gonna be kind of cool. I do. I'm kind of TikToking a little bit. And if you are interested in being on the show, please do a submission request online. If for some reason you haven't heard back from me, uh, don't stress. I am still trying to get through them. So you'll hear back from me. And if I'm interested in getting you scheduled, I will let you know as soon as possible. So thanks so much for listening. Um, Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. If that's where you listen, that's how our show grows and reaches more people. Anything else you want to add there, Mr. Holmgren? Stay groovy, people. (laughs) Yep. Stay groovy.